Hey, welcome. It's the Kingdom Mentor Podcast, where we help you find your voice, find your real you, share your voice, and even market your voice. Hey, Teresa Croft with you. This is season four. Can you believe it? So much of life has happened since seasons one through three, but we're on to a new season, season four, and I could take this time and just share you what a hard year yesterday was. Half of it's just brutal, the other half a little more lightning. But instead, I want to sit down with you, grab a cup of coffee, get some tea, or maybe a Diet Coke. My one friend, she doesn't like coffee. It's just almost unbelievable. But listen, let's talk about a prophetic word for 2023. And when I say prophetic word, I'm just saying it's coming from the overflow of my relationship with God. Getting started for this new year after the devastating loss of my husband, June 5th, 2022, and going through still the healing process of grief, of trauma, I thought, oh, I don't think I have a word. <laughs> What's a word for 2023? I'm just not there. But it was really interesting. Three days in a row, I kept hearing this word, rebound. I heard it on a business coaching. I heard it in a class I was helping substitute. And then the third day I saw it in my journal. So I'm like, okay, God, what is the word? What is the word? Is it rebound? Yeah. So boomerang of God's glory in 2023. Boomerang. You know, it comes back to you. You might throw something out and it comes back to you. The first thought I had, I just got to be real is I thought about that country song by Rascal Flatts. You know, you get your house. It's like a country song saying saying backwards. You get your house back. You get your dog back. You get your best friend back. You get your truck back. You get your hair back. You know, that kind of mentality. I was looking at the lyrics, though, today, and I really love so much more boomerangs. And this is kind of where I'm coming from. When you get your mind back, when you get your nerves back, your first heart attack back, when you get your pride back, when you get your life back. So the unexpected boomerang of God's glory. First, we just got to talk about glory. I mean, we could do a whole podcast on God's glory. But my first instinct of thinking of as God's glory takes me back to Exodus 33, when Moses is like, hey, God, you're doing all these amazing things. Can I see your face? And then he, Moses said, show me your glory. And in verse 19 of Exodus 33, And the Lord said, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you, and I will proclaim my name, the Lord in your presence. I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I have compassion on whom I will have compassion. So in a little bit, he's just showing his glory right there. But he said, God said, you cannot see my face. For no one may see me and live. It's like back then you see the glory of God. It's like you're, you're a pillar of salt. But then the Lord said in verse 21, There is a place near me where you may stand on a rock. When my glory passes by, I'll put you in the cleft in the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I'll remove my hand and you will see my back. But my face must not be seen. And this is the, the greatest verse on into chapter uh, 34, verse 6. And he passed in front of Moses, proclaiming, The Lord, the Lord, 
The compassion, compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. God giving a picture of his face. I remember I, I was probably about 20, maybe 19. I was at, visiting this church, and the visiting preacher spent half the sermon going over this verse and having us memorize it in the NIV. I mean, he pounded it in. And to this day, I always remember that verse, the Lord, the Lord. I mean, it's just so full of his glory. The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. The boomerang of his glory in 2023 is much of what this verse is displaying. But you don't have to hide in the cleft of the rock to see his glory. <laughs> you don't have to hide and hear, try to hear his voice. Why? Because Jesus is a manifested presence of his glory. Jesus lives in you. He lives in me. John 17 verses 1 through 5. Jesus talking about this glory. And he says, after saying all these things, Jesus looked up to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son so he can give glory back to you. For you have given him authority over everyone. He gives eternal life to each one you have given him. And this is the way to have eternal life, to know you, the only true God. And Jesus Christ, the one you sent to earth, I brought glory to you here on earth by completing the work you gave me to do. Now, Father, bring me into the glory we shared before the world began. So as Jesus is seated by the right hand of the Father and we're seated in Christ, wow, all that glory gets to be in us, through us, and as you believe in him, you experience his glory. But remember this, the glory, it's not bound to any place. His glory cannot be captured in a building or in a certain kind of preaching or religious act. We can't control his glory. Simply, we can bow in our hearts and we should rather stand before him bowing or standing in awe and obedience of his glory. Like I said, we could talk about glory for a long time. But we want to talk about the boomerang of his glory in 2023 and how can we get in position in this glory? I have three steps, but each one of you are going to take these steps in a different way. It's not a ritual. It's just out of the overflow of God and me, just a suggestion. I think we're going to need this. In, in, I think we're going to be in the presence of that boomerang because 2023 may be a very tumultuous time in so many ways for so many of you. I'm not preaching doom and gloom. No doom and gloom because Jesus is in the room, as I always say. But I believe you will represent his glory when you walk and receive the boomerang of his glory that is like a setup, like a shift for you to be able to walk through maybe a very difficult time. 
as you walk through it, wait, I'm, gonna, I'm in position of his boomerang. I'm going to get in position as 2023 evolves. I'm going to remember to be in that place of the boomerang of his glory. I'm going to put this in steps, three easy ones that I believe is a setup for many shifts, all summed up in his glory. Now, I've been learning a lot about the brain, our human instincts, uh, what speaks to one person might not speak to another. So I can only trust God that you will listen and not take this as a, hmm, not take this as a hard tried truth, but take it as a suggestions that you can incorporate in your life. And I'll be honest, I'll, I'll share some rather vulnerable steps that I'm taking. The first step, oh wow, it's just so good. It's being grateful. Being and staying in an attitude of gratefulness. Now, it doesn't mean you thank God for the yuck. You thank God for him being with you in the yuck. It means thanking God for who he is. That never changes no matter what you're going on through. I know that. I went through hell last year with watching my husband wither from cancer. And I continue, could say, thank you, God, for who you are. There were some days it was hard to say thank you. But as he, as I tried to shift my attitude to gratitude, I saw that God spoke to me in little ways and big ways. I could probably tell you some stories of how God spoke to me. But you can thank him for his love. For God so loved the world that he gave. Even while we were in uh, disobedience, God gave his life for us. Thank him for his love. He who knew no sin became sin on our behalf so that we might be become the righteousness of God, his love that gave so we could have. Thanking God in advance for maybe, this is what is a great setup. Thank him in advance for those things you need, for providing, for making that dream come true. Pray, thank him for his presence that can give you joy in his presence, his fullness of joy, the word says. And you know, the list could go on. So step one, that attitude of gratitude, that thanksgiving. Make the Psalms your daily venture to just begin the day thanking him. This is a setup to be in a position when that boomerang of his glory can come back to your heart. Number two is really vital. It's staying consistent in your relationship with God. And not just staying consistent, but believing what he says. The step, the reason it's so vital is it can be a setup for a shift in your belief system. Often that one shift, as you change your belief system, is often the greatest shift in your mindset that can affect your life. But you have to do the work in staying connected to the vine. And part of that vine becomes you and you start believing what he says. That's why you need the relationship. So he can speak to you intimately, bringing revelation and light to your eyes. To see him, he will open the eyes of your heart as you cry out. So you can see him in the midst of so many years, really, of marriage. And then the final years, I always said, I just need Jesus and coffee to get through. How are you doing this, Teresa? Jesus and coffee. I found a plaque 
(laughs) sitting by my desk now, fueled by Jesus and coffee. Just being real. If I didn't have those times alone with my Bible and a cup of coffee, I couldn't be in this place now of even speaking to you. I would just have gone straight downhill. But in the light of his glory, you will see him as you stay connected in that intimate relationship with God. And when I mean intimate, I mean, it's not a set of, okay, I'm going to read one book from a great author each day, uh, each month. I'm going to read the Bible in a year. No, it's like, it's like, what do you want to speak to me about? And maybe before you even open in the Bible and you take that first sip of coffee and you hear the hum of heaven and you say, God, what's on your mind? What do you want to speak to me? I love you, God. I'm, gonna, I'm thankful that I can wake up and sit in this chair, look out the window, drink my coffee, even though it's dark 30 and I have to rush off to my new thing, substituting, but I'm going to sit here. I'm going to soak. I'm going to listen. And so often he speaks. And, and you, if you, you know what I'm talking about, those of you. He, just, he can speak when you're out on the ocean. He can speak on a walk. I've been getting back to exercise, and he is like a loudspeaker in my ear. He has been very loud. Other years, I think he's soft, but he's been really loud in my ears this year. But to survive this uh, drama of the trauma, I've <laughs> I have had to soak for two hours. So I have to get up early and be out the door. So it's like, okay, how early do I have to get up to soak for two hours? (laughs) And then just recently, God said, if you have 45 minutes, that's okay, Teresa. Anyway, just being real. So number two, being grateful. Number two, three, number one, being grateful. Number two, staying in intimate connection and believing what he says goes dead. Oh, I want to back that up with a verse on the belief. John 11, verse 4, write that down. Jesus responded, Didn't I tell you that you would see God's glory if you believe? Oh, <laughs> let me write, let me say that again. Didn't I tell you, Jesus saying, that you would see God's glory if you believe? John 11, verse 4. That's pretty awesome. So in the light of the glory, you'll see him. As you worship, what happens out of that second too is really, really fascinating. What happens is you move from gratitude to relationship to belief. And it's really interesting. It just automatically turns you into a worship machine. You learn to worship wherever you are. I often worship God, and I don't even think I'm worshiping, but I am, as I go to a different school each dark 30 in the morning to substitute teach. My new assignment, I'm a secret undercover agent of the kingdom of God as a substitute teacher. God told me that (laughs) the night before my first day, and I was really kind of like, oh, do I really want to do that? And it was just like he was sitting in the car next to me. He's like, Teresa, you're not a substitute teacher. I put you there as an undercover agent to spread my glory, to spread my love. And it's really fun to see how he shows up. Often that rebounds back to me. So I'm experiencing a rebound of his glory. I go into school. Some days I'm like, I'm tired. And I get rebounded with these kids coming up to me after half a day or a full day. And they're like, you're the best substitute. You're nice. I like you as a substitute. You know, just, I'm not trying to get those. I'm not patting myself on the back. It's just God's love and his kindness as a secret agent makes all that happen. 
So the third step, a lot of stuff comes out of that worship and belief. You see? See, belief. I had to change my mindset. Not that, oh, I'm a substitute getting paid so low compared to what I used to get paid. But changing that mindset to, wait a minute, this is my assignment for this day. I'm just thinking of a mother who's raising a few kids and having to homeschool them. And it's really hard. But they realize, hey, this is my assignment right now. So be faithful to those assignments. I feel you, Mom. I'm sorry. I understand. But God sees, and he'll continue to give you strength. All right, number three, action. Yeah, action. You're taking that belief, and you got to put action to it. Moving forward, doing what God says. Action, obedience. Uh going to be real with you here. I've had many action steps God has led me to. Some of them were just learning how to be single and do action steps, you know, just basic stuff. But one in particular, he spoke to me for over two months. He said, kept leaning to this venture and he kept saying, you can do it. And I kept saying, oh man, my mind's not set up for that. Believing all the lies. No, I can't do that. I, I don't have the ability, you know, yada, yada arguing with the Holy Spirit who was telling me in a direction to go. Once again, rather than peeling, I'll just peel open a, a piece of my life. I can, I continued, I followed through with that action. I'll just say that. And it has to do with the kingdom principle of investing in myself in many aspects of this. That's for another podcast, maybe. So once again, I'll tell you another action step he told me. Oh, I'm really going to open this up, but I, I believe it's real. God told me one night at church to lay down the alcohol. Listen, I really like the taste of beer with a meal. <laughs> I had a friend pray for me who would keep me accountable. And I took as I took her hands and looked into her eyes, I just said, I really love the taste of beer. I don't just drink beer to get buzzed. I mean, I like the taste of beer. And, she, and she's like looking at me. I said, God told me that I must quit drinking. Because I, I do realize that, that I was drinking. I was dealing with things, having a beer. And then I learned the secret of another drink. I won't say it because I don't want anyone to be led like that makes their mouth water or something. So I listened to God. Even though I miss, I don't think I miss it as much. There's just pressure points where it's real easy to feel like I need a drink. So it was really good. I obeyed him and stopped. But, you know, especially in dealing with so many things. But I realized something as I'm studying the mind, the brain. I'm really reading a lot of books about that. I realized that my for my brain to really heal I must rewire some of the neural pathways in my brain to really tr to heal from some of the trauma and the drama. And it's like neuroplasticity. And I would challenge you to look into this because it's the brain's ability. If you hear, know Dr. Caroline Leaf, just follow her and she'll give you lots and read her books and go through her audio because that's just the best thing you could do. But neuroplasticity is the brain's ability to reorganize itself by forming new neural pathways. I need new neural pathways throughout life 
in response to experiences. While the brain usually does this itself in response to injury or disease or rough times, when we focus our attempts attention enough, we can slowly rewire these pathways themselves. And I'll also say we can slowly rewire to an extent, our human instincts as we're aware of our identity and what God put into us. New meaning to uh, finding your voice, sharing your voice, and marketing your voice from those pathways, from those instincts. Once again, another podcast to explain that. So your action steps can come in many ways. Don't be surprised that the boomerang effect will give you the strength to walk out these action steps. Another action step. God told me I needed to move my body, meaning I need to get out the door and exercise. Kind of let that go. Walking in new healthy ways in more ways than one. So I'm getting my tail out the door and starting walking. Eventually I want to go into a gym. So I'm saying this, so I'll have to be accountable to this. Eventually as I find a new place to live, I'm hoping to find a sp- schedule and to go into the gym at least three days a week and learn to do weightlifting, not to be a buff mama tea. No, just for stronger muscles, which means stronger bones, which means stronger health to live longer. And I want this for you. So of these three steps, what is God telling you? What is God speaking loud about the boomerang effect coming back to you with his glory? I mean, it's coming back and it's coming fast and it's his glory. Someone needs to hear this right now. I believe your latter years, the years that are coming forward, are going to be your best years. I believe no matter what the economy does in this 2023, I believe you're going to rise above and be like Isaac who prospered in famine or be like Joseph who God placed you in the right time at the right place for the right famine for you to be the answer. That famine may come in many ways. I believe some of you are the heroes of your family because you're shifting your belief system and you're walking it out. You don't care what other people say. You're doing what God says. And if you look like a strange bird, you don't care because you're going to fly while you leave the chickens down below. Just speak in as God talks to me to talk to you. Some of you are going to be the heroes of your family. Some of you are going to act and invest in yourself. Do you know investing in yourself, whether that means a course or reading or following a plan or following a new business venture, do you know that investing in yourself is a kingdom principle? Some of you are going to get leave behind those beliefs where you just feel like you have to be in misery and beat yourself up and die to yourself. No, God called you to live and live abundantly, and he gave you a pathway to live abundantly in him. If you're always focusing and worrying about your sin, we'll start to think and believe a God's glory in your life that he's made you a new creation. Therefore, all things are new. Some of you are going to deep dive into some neural pathway work. And I'm really going to figure out how can I rewire my brain? How can I rewire so I can truly be in a position for this boomerang of God's glory in 2023? Throughout this year, I'm going to look 
for you, for ways that he may be boomeranging on you. We don't have to walk in famine. We can prosper in famine. But we have to work. We can't just sit on our tails. What is God calling you to work? It may just be working where you are, but doing it with a faithful heart. It may be working in your home as a mom, as a dad. But if you do that with a shift in your belief system, watch God boomerang some of his goodness, the Lord, the Lord, the gracious and compassionate God, slow to anger, abounding in love, maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. I think he's saying that to you in this podcast. I think he's saying, you, I've got my eye on you. I'm very proud of you. Someone, God's saying this to someone. Just You just listen, see if this is you. God's saying, hey, you, I'm really proud of you. I'm really proud of you. You've been through the shame, but you're winning that game. You've been through trauma, but you're not going to walk in the drama. You've been through stuff that most people would scratch their head and say, how did you get through it? But you know what God's saying to you? I'll continue to give you strength. I've got your back, girl. I got your back, man. And uh, maybe you'd be singing along with Rascal Flats. <laughs> I get my house back. I get my dog back. I get my best friend back. But most more than that, I get my mind back. I get my nerves back. I get the healthy brain healed of the neural pathways back. I get healing back. I get pride in God from walking humbly back. I get my life back because I'm positioning ready for the boomerang of God's glory in 2023. I hope that word blessed you. You can share this or write a, write a review. That always helps other people listen. And thank you so much. So glad to be back talking to you on the Kingdom Mentor Podcast. I'll talk to you in the next episode. And hey, it's time for the rebound of God's glory in this coming year. <laughs>